This week's show is brought to you by Loot Crate, the official sponsor of Enchanted Tiki Talk. Loot Crate is the world's greatest subscription box for geeks, gamers, pop culture, and Disney fans like you. Start your subscription now at www.lootcrate.com slash tiki talk. Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the glee club. Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 78 for the week of April 19th, 2015. It's time for an Enchanted Tiki Talk review. So tonight we have some reviews for you. Uh, the first review we have is um, Disney Declassified Tales of Real Life Disney Scandal, Sex, Accidents, and Deaths. Uh, this- <laughs> Just the title's pretty cool alone. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's written by um, Aaron H. Goldberg. And what, what I'll do is I'll put um, links to it in Amazon for everybody if anybody wants to check it out. But um, this is the kind of uh, – this book is actually really fascinated me. I really enjoyed reading it just because – I like this aspect of things when it comes to behind the scenes in in some respects about them telling you things that have happened on Disney property or things that have happened to people on Disney property. Um, Like one of the examples that was in there was that there was a, um, what's the word, a hostage situation at the Boardwalk Resort, which really fascinated me because I'd never heard of it before. Remember that story? Yeah, this book is full of like, stories about like, stuff that was never really um, is publicized. I'm sure that, that you know, um, it's some of them on purpose. It wasn't for some of them. You know, I'm, I'm sure that the local news picked up on it, but for the rest of it, uh, the rest of us was it's really um, like a fascinating book. Yeah, it's it's a lot of um, like quick blurbs about things that have happened especially like there's like lawsuits that have happened like you've heard about it like uh you know i can't think of an example but you know small lawsuits that happen and explain the situation and then all of a sudden the story just drops so you don't know what the final outcome of the lawsuit was i guess that's just because it's been hushed up by disney so that information is not brought out. So you don't get to hear the full story on everything, but it's still kind of interesting. Some of the, the lawsuit stuff kind of bored me a little bit just because I didn't have the closure for the lawsuit. So that's one of the things I didn't like. But most of those, I'm sure, ended up in settlements. And right. with the settlements, there's always, you know, like non-disclosure. So each party, you know, can't really speak of it. And it's not public record either, but... The story that was a favorite with me was apparently they had revoked this woman's AP pass because um, she was caught speeding, like running over people with her scooter and running into people. Yes. And, uh-huh. and, <laughs> and finally, you know, that's when I was reading that. I was like, ha, you finally get what you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> It's full of like uh, like funny stories too. It's right. not all you know um, hostages and death, but no, no, no. But uh, but you know, 
There's some funny stories in there too. Yeah, it's definitely geared more towards the hardcore Disney fan. I mean, it's just uh, it's a quick read. It's not it, nothing that's going to be too thought provoking or anything like that. But I still enjoyed reading it, and it might be worth picking up if you have you know a couple extra bucks to spare, and you can learn a little bit of um, insight on um, the happenings inside uh, the Disney company. It's worth a read for sure, and if nothing else, that you get some stories to tell your friends that most people don't know about. Yeah. Our second book written by Mike Pierce is uh, Disneyland, A Photographer's Dream. This is a uh, iBooks-only book. I think you can only get it actually on your iPad, to tell you the truth. Uh, so I don't think it's available on your iPhone, but it um, it's pretty much just a, uh, a picture book. But he gives you insight on how to photograph uh, pictures that he that you know his his technique of uh, taking photos in, in Disneyland in itself and it's a it's a nice book it's there's some great photographs in the book you know that are, that is really that something that I enjoy checking out you know see, seeing the different aspect that people have and, and the different techniques that people have in, in taking photos in, in Disney in a Disney park and you know especially nighttime photography is probably my favorite things to see because it's my favorite time to be in the park so uh, that's an interesting book as well it is it's available uh, for um, like a limited time it's free it's on iTunes at some point like I hope that it does get like, made into uh, like an actual book yeah hardcover would be nice because I think that the it's a good coffee table book the technical stuff if I had the uh, equipment stuff that Mr. Pierce does, I think that would be extremely like, helpful information, but unfortunately, uh, I don't. So, yeah. so, um, but the photos are just uh, breathtaking. I mean, the shots that he gets and stuff, and it's split up almost with each um, of Disneyland's lands, which is really nice too. It's got attraction shots and shows, and it's pretty much everything that you would see there um, is in the this book. It's really, it's a nicely done book. Yep, I agree with you. You know, I like one of the photos in there that caught my eye when I glanced through it real quick was um, picture of the the Wicked Witch, and it was like perfectly clear. Yeah, you know, and and it was just it was amazing some of the the shots that he actually got on Pirates as well, how clear and crisp those photos actually were. So um, that's another thing you should definitely check out. I, I think everybody enjoyed reading that as well. Agreed. Our third and final review here tonight isn't a book, but um, it's a, a product brought to you by uh, Coveers. The website is getcoveers at C-O-V-E-A-R-S.com. So Coveers is a product that goes over your Mickey ears that you purchase in the parks. Now, as far as covers go, these are little... Uh, some kind of stretchy material. I'm not sure what it is. It's actually really high quality. And you could choose different color schemes that will go on top of the Mickey ears for your Mickey hat. Um, like we, I, I got a, I got one that was yellow with uh, like white polka dots or something along those lines. Um, and actually it's, it's really high quality. It's it, the material it stretches really well. It's uh, I don't, I don't want to say it's waterproof, but um, you know, it just fits on the, the ears really nice. They're, they're really light. I mean, you could just, you know, you could put them in your pocket. It's like having, if anybody ever uses handkerchiefs anymore, it's like it like keeping a handkerchief in your pocket. But uh, it's a nice little product. It is, yeah. I mean, these would be like a nice thing for um, like at Halloween if you didn't want to do a full costume and stuff like at the parks. Pretty affordable. I mean, they're 10 a pair, which is better than 14 to like $25 for a new hat and stuff. Like you said, it's really like it's well made. It fits 
extremely well. I just hope that they do some more like theming ones without infringing on the to the rights. I'm sure, but like some more um, like Disney themed patterns would be really cool too. Yeah, I wonder if they'd be able to do that. You know, but it would be cool to see like a haunted mansion theme one or uh you know big thunder mountain where they look like tumbleweeds or something uh i mean they could do they could do some kind of creative references without pulling any images uh directly from disney but i agree uh overall i think they're i think they're really cool they're a great way to uh add a little character to your mouse ears and also a good way if you've got uh if you've got multiple kids and you know when those are mine no those are mine and <laughs> you don't have to deal with that you right. can you know Little Billy gets the blue ones and, you know, whatever, you know, he gets the blue with the red stripe, which is the ones I got. Or maybe they're red with blue stripes. I can't remember. But they're stripes and they're red and blue, so you decided which one's which. <laughs> uh, but a good way to, to, to differentiate between various mouse ears that you might have at your house. So I, th- I think they're a great little product. Uh, it's the first I've seen uh, of these kind of things, but I think they were really cool. And that definitely would, if I were a mouse ear guy, which I have a pair, but I have a huge Irish noggin, so I don't really do the mouse ears because <laughs> they, the mouse ear hats just don't fit my big stupid head. Uh, so I don't really do mouse ears very often, but uh, if I did, these would be a really great addition to to my mouse ear collection. Yeah, and once again, the site is Get Coveers, uh, G-E-T-C-O-V-E-E-R-S. Um, that's where you can find them check it out and uh, also we're going to run a little contest for you guys here the first thing is that um, it's going to be a Twitter contest and the Twitter contest is we're going to have anybody who submits a picture of themselves wearing any type of Mickey ears to um, Tiki Todd podcast on Twitter will be entered to win a pair of uh, coveyers um, the other one we're just going to do is to um, send a email to podcast at com, and on the subject line just put contest and we'll put your uh, just put your name in there um, and we will pick a winner from that as well. So you have two chances to win. So hopefully everybody gets out there, starts tweeting and emailing us and we can pick a couple winners for you guys. So uh, now on with the show. Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are just three guys sitting in a tiki hut talking Disney. On this week's show, we are going to take a step back into some top fives as we discuss our top five music selections in Animal Kingdom. So guys, we have done uh, top five before, you know, uh, attractions in each park, but this time we're going to take a, a step in, if we can, to some of our favorite music that is found in the Animal Kingdom. We're going to do a, our top five, our top favorite five in no particular order to uh, discuss... The one thing that probably new time guests don't really get to appreciate in Walt Disney World, that's the the background music or any type of music that you can find in an attraction or just walking through the lands in your favorite part. Disney has always taken lots of pride in their their musics, and I think that they do an extremely excellent job of theming parts of each park with its music. And I know with the hustle and bustle, it's hard to like take a breath and really focus on it. I do like, recommend trying to do that because it really enhances the experience and uh, theming of the parks. I agree with you 100%. That's the one thing that I... You know, besides going to some of the attractions, is is hearing the music, especially like when you walk into you know the Epcot before you even enter the gates there. The music there is incredible. Or walking down Main Street USA, just hearing the music just puts you right into the mood, 
And that's like one of those feelings that makes you feel like you're in Disney because you don't experience that in other places, other theme parks and walking around the streets of, you know, your local big city. You don't necessarily hear that. So the mood definitely is set when you walk into these parks. So I'm going to do the best I can while we're talking about our top five selections here to actually have that music play in the background as the person discusses it. If I have it, I'll play it. If I don't, then I'm sorry, but I'm going to do my best here. So, uh, Key, let's hear one of your top five selections. I took and ranked them best I could anyway. Um, I had Footprints. It's played uh, over by the Flame Tree Barbecue. I do enjoy the song, but I tend to enjoy the food at Flame Tree a whole lot more. So every time it's like I hear that song, um, if it is like streaming like on V24 or it's like I find it on like a playlist or something, it just like takes me back um, like Flame Tree and eating some ribs. And it's amazing like how like songs and smells and sights will transport you to a place. And that's what that song uh, kind of does for me. Yeah, that's good. Uh, eating food and listening to music can do a lot for your senses. It's, you know, hearing a certain song or eating a certain food can definitely take you back and, and trigger a memory real quickly. I think smell is one of the most, I think it's smell and music are the two that are like the most, yeah, they're catalysts for, you know, triggering memories. I understand where you're coming from there. And I, I, I off the top of my head, I can't remember what the music is, but... Um, I'm sure I've heard it a thousand times, and it could be on my list, but I, don't, I just don't know the name of the. <laughs> I just don't know the music how it goes. But um, one of my choices is when you are in the queue and going up to the Tree of Life, some of the music that is played in there, and especially when you get into the waiting area and you hear like the the buzz the buzz coming from the insects mm-hmm. and like Beauty and the Beast, you hear you know like the like the wings are flapping. From it's, the insects it's Beauty and around. the Bees, they call it. Yeah, Beauty and the Bees. I, I love some yeah. of that music. That's definitely one of the top five songs I love to hear when I'm walking through the Animal Kingdom. Yeah, actually, both of you have hit on two of my <laughs> five, so <laughs> thanks Oops. for that. Um, I love the, the Flame Tree Barbecue loop as well. It's uh, they actually, I think they play that in Adventureland um, as well. I think it's part of the Adventureland loop at Magic Kingdom, but Is it? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure parts of it overlap. Um, but So I love the... I love that loop as well, and then you're right. The uh, the music leading up to the Tree of Life is is I actually have that on on DVD or not DVD, but on CD or my iPod or whatever. You know, I think it was originally a CD, and then now it's on my iPod. But because that's one that always makes the the park theme album that they put out every year. Right. Yeah. So those are those are two of my favorites, and then I'm gonna jump in with a, with one before y'all take it too. Uh, so my third one, I'm moving right along. I'm gonna be quiet for about 30 minutes now after this. Uh, but my third one is uh, it's from Kilimanjaro Safari when they turn the radio on, and it's like it's Hapa Duniani or something. I'm right, butchering yeah, that's that. That's on my list. So, yeah, and I knew it would be. That's why I'm right. jumping in with that right, right away. Uh, but I love that song. It's it's fun. It's a fun part of the that attraction when you know the the driver stops talking and you just kind of get to listen to you know that african that traditional african music while you're you know looking at african animals and african safari and it's really really transports you so that's one of my that's probably my number one i know we're not ranking them but if i were gonna pick one that's my favorite song from animal kingdom yeah, doesn't uh, Radio Harambe, yeah, they use that in their part of their um, opening, I believe, right? It seems so, uh, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's just a classic. I mean, that's probably one of the most recognizable s- 
songs to come from a Disney park. I I would think. I mean, that's definitely one of my top five. It's it's not my top five there. Probably definitely one or two. Probably number one. But I mean, anybody who's been to Disney would hear that outside the parks would instantly recognize that from the Animal Kingdom. Also, too, and it just it kind of represents what the park as a whole kind of is. I mean, it's authentic, it's laid back, it's relaxing, encompasses like everything that the park is, in my opinion, anyway. I just like to like how it incorporates the animal sounds in it, too, so that you kind of get the best of both worlds in that song. The other one I had was the Finding Nemo, the musical, which I know it's not like a loop or like a cube, but the music um, his show is really like Broadway like worthy music, and it was was written as well as posed by Tony Winners as well. So it, it does kind of have that theater feel and Broadway feel to it. It's original songs, which is really cool. It's not the same like songs as from the film, so it does it's new for fans of the film. But plus, it's a really like well done show too. So it's one of uh, my favorites. Yeah, I didn't pick the whole the whole musical. I agree. It's I think it's a great show. And hate email Alan at EnchantedTikiTalk dot com. It's better than <laughs> the Lion King show. It's better than the Festival of the Lion King, in my opinion. Um, but I specifically picked uh, Big Blue World from that show. I really like that right. song. It's catchy. It's fun. Uh, when I hear the loop on. You know, Mouse World Radio or V24 or whichever, you know, any of those, Spectre Radio, all those different Disney radio stations. I can't help but sing along to Big Blue World. So that, that was one that was on my list as well, so you have stolen another one. And <laughs> I will not talk for another 15 minutes. We'll see you later. <laughs> all right. You, call, you guys call me when you're ready for me again and uh, when you get around to the fifth one. I'll chime in if Sean mentions my fifth one, uh, but otherwise I'll just keep quiet until I uh, get a phone call from you guys. You know, the the funny thing is that almost made my list because I I love hearing that song, especially like uh, you know even when you're in um, Epcot and you're riding the the Seas attraction there with Nemo, I love hearing that song. It's such a it's a great song. It's a catchy song. It's a happy song. It almost made my list there for the Animal Kingdom, but it did not. But what did make my list list was the um, the dinosaur cue music for the attraction there. You know, it's just it's just upbeat music, and it just instantly reminds me that I'm waiting online for dinosaur, and I do enjoy that attraction. I think it's a fun attraction, and that's that's I don't necessarily hear the music on V24 or or Spectre or anything like that. I don't remember hearing it. It's on my personal loop at home. So I do enjoy it, and, you know, it puts me in the mood to ride Dinosaur. So that's all that matters. It's not the, the Diggin' in Dino Land song, is it? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think remember so. it, because that song, oh, I can't stand that song. <laughs> it just gets in your head, and it's just horrible. You mean, like, dig, da, dig, da, diggity, dig, that? Yeah. That's from, um... No, it's you almost talk about... Uh, like a about, there's a song called Digging kind of in Dino Land, and it's a reggae oh, song, and it's in the um, the boneyard area where the kids dig. No, it's dig. not. Yeah, it's not. It's not, it's on not my the list. same as the dinosaur song. Okay, I can't place the cue music for dinosaurs, so I'll probably have to hook up on YouTube or something and find it. Or you just wait until this episode airs, and then you can listen to it. And I don't look. listen. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> terrible! You don't listen to your own show? <laughs> I'm kidding. Of course I do. Liar! I just want to make sure that you're you know editing us right. <laughs> so Alan what is three is that three out of the way for you now or four <laughs> well, calling Alan the, yeah, I had 
my I stole one of y'all's with the Radio Harambe song, so I've done four. So, like I said, you, you guys keep talking. All right, go ahead, Keith. All right, well, uh, the the other one I had is a pretty like obvious one uh, for uh, like fans of the show, but it's the Shabaradika band. It's in Africa, especially their song Waka Waka. It's a favorite of mine. Each time, uh, it's like I'm there and I get a drink at the Dawa bar. It's like I wait for that that song, and uh, my wife and I will get up and dance to it and stuff. It's a fun song. It's their whole like show is fun, and but that song is a favorite of ours, and it always like brings back the memories of us, you know, like dancing along to it. Inquiring minds want to know: Is there any video of you dancing? We could put that on our YouTube channel. Um, no, there is not. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> no, I was in my... thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my show writer. Uh, <laughs> there's no videos of me dancing. Alan, did that make your list? No, that one was not on my list. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's um, that is a really good band, and I have their their CD. Is that on the on their CD? That song? Uh, yeah, um, it's the, the final song. Uh, which oh, okay. I, okay. Which anybody that's at the park, you have to pick up the CD from like top to bottom. It's just it's a really good. It's basically their entire show on a CD. So it's like it really does um, like makes you feel like you're there. So if you're at the park, I think it's on. Uh, Amazon too. It's under Wasalu though. It's not under the uh, so um, check that out and download it. Yeah, it's a happy uh, CD. It's really good. It's good music, and some of it is uh, it's it's very, I don't want to say kid friendly, but some there's a couple songs on there that are very they're that are really geared towards kids in a way. Their kids will love it. Yeah, young kids. All right, so my next one, I have a feeling this one would be on Alan's list, so I'm not going to take it. But um, the next one is. Going back to the Tree of Life, and actually it's on um, the, the Tough to Be a Bug show. It's when they're singing Pollinators. I love that song. <laughs> you know, Where Pollinators, I think that's the name of the song, but I love that one. That one's a good one. Always That always makes me feel good when I hear that. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, was, I was taking all of that music. Um, you know, I think most of the music from it's... T- I mean, that's not my number five, but when, we, when you brought it up earlier, I was kind of doing... It's uh, Beauty and the Bees and... Right, uh, we're pulling all that stuff. I was kind of looping that into it's tough to be a bug and the tree of life area. I think all of that is, uh, you know, that I was kind of putting those together. But I do love that we're pollinators song. That's a great song. If it weren't for them, we'd be up to our knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great part. It is. I know. It's, if it it's weren't a great for the song. fact that we, they like the taste, we'd be out here wallowing in shoulder high waist. In shoulder high waist. <laughs> So do you guys want my last one, or are we going to... Yeah, let's hear your last one. Let's see, right. let's see if you're going to steal mine. Well, no, because I'm going to I'm gonna steal your idea and the fact that this is probably going to be considered cheating to you guys, but... <laughs> oh, boy, here he's going to the I... Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yep. Uh, I knew it. <laughs> I'm going to go with the music from the lobby at Kadani. Uh, I mean, that's my home resort for DVC. I mean, I've mentioned that. You guys know that. I love Animal Kingdom Lodge. I think it gets an honorary inclusion with the Animal Kingdom part. So, at least for the sake of this game, I love the lobby music. I love Animal Kingdom Lodge. I love staying there. It's it's a great resort, and the music's fantastic. So, my fifth one is the, the Kadani lobby loop. You seem to be cheating a lot more than I have been lately. But I play within the rules. You, you're cheating. You're outright just leaving the park and listening to music elsewhere. Yeah, sure. Why not? Whatever. <laughs> I learned it from listening to you. <laughs> so beer is... I learned it from you, Dad. 
Did the music over there, uh, it's authentic again, and it's true to the theme, and it's fun to just to take and sit in there and listen to it and stuff and take a break. So I guess it's okay for this Look, show. I guess it works. If sh- I, for, here's two things. One, if Sean can be like, my favorite attraction is 16 different attractions all clumped into one. <laughs> if I've he never can said do 16. that, I can take music that I'm willing to bet some parts of the Kadani or Animal or Jumbo House loop are probably played somewhere inside the park. If you sat long enough and listened, I, I almost would guarantee it. Considering the fact that, like I said, I'm pretty sure the Flame Tree Barbecue Loop parts of that are used at, like I said earlier, in, in Adventureland at Magic Kingdom, I'd be willing to bet some of that music is reused. So I'm really not cheating, not compared to Sean. I'm pretty sure the Disney hipsters would know because they put a whole the whole um, they would. loop on there. Yeah, on they the, love the they love the Animal Kingdom yeah. uh, just as, or Animal Kingdom Lodge just as much as I do. So yeah, they 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 probably could answer that question. Right, so that's so, my, my five. So oh. I don't know how many guys you have left, but that's my five. I have six more. <laughs> see what I'm saying? You do you see what <laughs> well, I'm then, saying? Get a head start, then, Sean. Yeah, we have a, we have a time limit on this left. episode. Come on. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go to I'm going to do mine since nobody else wants to talk. Um, my my final one here is the Anandampur, or it's also in the Expedition Everest area music. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure once you hear it, you'll know it. That is definitely. Probably number two of my favorite music found there in the Animal Kingdom. I did consider that one for, but it's not one that we would like recognize right offhand, and it doesn't really um, evoke any like feelings for me. So that's why it's like I didn't include it. But, but the music itself is is worthy of being like brought up and mentioned here, though. So what's your final one, Keith? I had the finale to the uh, the festival of the Lion King show. It's a medley of the best uh, like songs of that film, and it does just pretty much every favorite song that you have uh, from the show is kind of all like like smashed in into one song, and it's a wonderful show. And I we always like, make a point to see it. I feel the the same as Alan does. It's not as good like as the emo show but that film is a favorite by of mine and i've always enjoyed the songs from it as well you can't go wrong with festival of the lion king it, it is a great show i do think nemo is a better show but that's not that's not taking anything away from festival of the lion king that's like saying you know the 50 dollars bill is better than the 20 dollars bill i'll take both but one <laughs> is right. better than the other yeah that's a good choice uh the music from that is really good everybody kind of knows the music from the movie of the lion king so it's it is familiar to a lot of people. So that's a good choice. It's definitely not a show that um, I'm sure a lot of first time guests will. I shouldn't say that. I'm sure a lot of first time guests guests will go to it. So it's a good it's good music for them to try to remember their trip by. So uh, that's a good choice overall. What about you, Sean? Is there anything you still have like five left? So um, yeah, no, that's it. I'm, I'm pretty sure the Magic Kingdom <laughs> I have about thirty, but for uh, Animal Kingdom, that's going to pretty much close it out. <laughs> yeah, for me. Magic Kingdom yeah. and Epcot is probably yeah. going to be like that's hard. A four-hour up. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to have to do bonus. Uh, bonus My favorite in Magic Kingdom is, but we'll save that for another episode. <laughs> and those are going to be long episodes. I am warning everyone now. Yeah, we're going to have to split those up in lands or something <laughs> just to make yeah, them shorter. Exactly. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week's show. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Loot Crate, the world's greatest subscription box for geeks, gamers, comic book, and Disney fans. 
For more information, visit their site at lootcrate.com slash tiki-talk. Be sure to let us know what you thought of this week's show. You can comment in the notes over at enchantedtikitalk.com. You can email us at podcast at enchantedtikitalk.com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Check out our store at redbubble.com. And follow us on Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dole Whip Daily. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N O R M N B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. The one thing I forgot to mention that my favorite loop at the Animal Kingdom was is the Cheerwine stand. The little yes. jingle the jingle they have playing there. Oh, I love that song. Do you remember how it goes, Keith? It goes, we like Cheerwine, we like Cheerwine. It was born in the south and raised in your glass. If you don't, uh, wait a minute. It goes, <laughs> no, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> It goes, if you don't enjoy cheer wine, I'm going to kick your ass or something like that. Yeah. My favorite loop is the parking lot train where you just drive up to the gate and then loop around and leave because that's a halfway part. Ooh. Yeah, I'm I did it. Words. Uh,